It's a new episode day and I'm excited for today's conversation because this concept of biblical parenting is something that I is something that I guess is relatively new to the podcast and something that God has really been unraveling the layers of lately and I I have up until this point and will obviously continue to do have shared how what my faith life looks like how my faith and how being a Christian impacts my motherhood but really actually getting into the scriptures about parenting is something that I haven't really gotten into deep yet and I'm so excited that was something that has kind of come out of these last few weeks and everything being updated and really seeking God about what he wants me to do in this show what you know getting to that point of going God I like if you're not on this I don't want to do it if if this is just me striving to make something then I I don't want to do it and and this whole concept around partnering with the word of God as a mother has is so strong and has just keeps coming up so I'm really excited to bring that to you and I'm going to kind of kick it off today with one verse and you might be surprised by it that we can really partner with in our parenting journey so Let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it. Until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you'll find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So when I ask you, What is the Bible verse that you think of when you think of parenting children? What is the Bible verse that you kind of use as your foundation or as your goalpost? Or do you have a Bible verse? And I'd I'd love to know what the verse is that you think of. And I actually asked a few friends and a couple of them said the passage in Ephesians and honor your father and mother, children obey your parents, that verse. And a couple of them said Ephesians 5 and 6, where it's talk about talking about like Christian living and, you know, how wives and husbands are to treat each other and then how we're to treat our kids and how our children are to honor us and all those, those kinds of things, which is great. 
and it's all true. Uh, a couple of others were talking about the verse in Deuteronomy, which I actually shared a few weeks ago as like one of, it is one of my big verses when it comes to um, parenting about how talking about God, teaching our children about God, making room for God in our day. You know, so that is another big one. But I want to bring to the front for one verse, which you are all going to know. You, most of you are going to know. And that is something that Jesus said, and it is found in Matthew 28, and it is known as the Great Commission. And so in Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, it says, Then Jesus came to them, which is his disciples, and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This, I can think of no better verse to be our guide than this. And I... Honestly, this was the thought in a book that I was reading, which I'm going to share about because it was a like actually life-changing and every single parent has to read it. And I'm going to do an episode on it a bit later. Um, but it is called Parenting by, I forget his name now, John Trapp. I'm pretty sure it is something John Trapp. Anyway, um, I'll put it in the show notes for you to see, but but this was basically the concept that he ended it with. And it has been actually life-changing for how I have lived each day and parented my children and related to them and how I've spoken to them, how I've disciplined them, how I've everything from the fact of I am making disciples. That's what I'm doing. That at the end of the day is the most important thing to come out of me being a mum and partnering with my husband and parenting. So I want to delve into it a little bit. So all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's the first thing that Jesus said. And Jesus in another verse has actually said, now I've given that authority to you because the Holy Spirit lives in you. So if the Holy Spirit lives in you, then you have the authority. You have the authority to speak to things in the name of Jesus. You have that authority. So Jesus had it. He's given it to us. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. So we are to disciple our children. And, you know, the, like there's, so, there's so many layers to this, and I, I am questioning in, in my mind as I go, as to how how deep we go into this because I could I could talk for ages on this but go and make disciples and if we are to look at the term disciples it's someone who is dedicated to following something someone that worships something someone that accepts but also helps to spread the message of something so for us 
being a disciple of Jesus is that we worship Jesus, that we are dedicated to following Jesus, that we are dedicated to living for him, that we are dedicated to not only we accept the gospel and we we have accepted our salvation and and that invitation to be to have Christ in our life but we are also dedicated to assisting to spread his message to all the nations and that starts in our home and a big message over the course of the last probably year is that revival has come and it has come to our homes revival starts at the table in your dining room where you eat your dinner that is where us as mothers particularly have been called to disciple we've been called to nurture these little souls these little children they're God's children but we have been called to steward them and steward their lives to point them to Jesus. As I relate to my kids every day, I'm finding ways of how I can, how can I use this moment to point you to Jesus? You know, so for instance, the other day we were in the car and there was a lot of toilet talk going on and if you've got a little boy then you can probably relate and go oh yeah that's what happens in our house all the time and then it started getting a bit rude and a bit mean and so I I was having a conversation with him going no stop we don't say that we don't speak like that Um, and he basically was saying my friend speaks like this I so I can speak like this and in that moment okay how can I God help me and it's only because I'm so aware of this now that I can take a moment and say God help me to use this to point to you speak through me and reveal you to him even though he's only four and so I I shared as simply as I could but I shared about how God is God is love and we want to speak love and we want to speak kindness because when God is in us one of the things that changes is we speak kindly. And just because our friends are speaking like that doesn't mean that we get to speak like that. Because speaking rude and being mean to other people makes people sad. And as basic as a four-year-old can comprehend, and I probably could have gone even more basic, but just turned that moment to point him to Jesus. So that is how, that is, that's what, what it's all about though, making disciples, pointing our kids to him. You know, a few weeks ago I shared about doing time, what I do with my time with God each day and how I've just gone, okay, well, the kids are just getting involved in this. And I, I love that. And, you know, on on Sunday at our church, we just had our kids take over where the kids took over the service. They they did singing and dancing and shared stories and they prayed and all this stuff. And you know that that's what it's all about. Go find a church that celebrates your kids, that wants to make disciples. 
Then we go to the next part of the verse, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's a really practical thing. That is obviously when they are of an age that is of understanding and and acceptance of that for themselves. And then teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And that as I shared in that moment with my son with, you know, speaking rudely and being a bit mean, it was a moment where I could go, okay, let, let me teach you what Jesus says about this. And it doesn't mean that he's going to be perfect and never do it again. But it also helps me to take off the pressure of trying to control my child, trying to perform, I guess, and realize that I need to show my kids grace just as God showed me grace. I need to show, have mercy on my kids just as God had mercy on me. And it, it has, and I haven't obviously got it perfect, but it has been incredible in and the conversations that we've been able to have so that's teaching and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and then the last bit of this passage is Jesus says and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age and I love that this is added in and it's it's the ending of the book of Matthew but I love when you think about this in the terms of parenting, because we always think, I certainly have, I've always thought of the Great Commission as some big evangelist, go out and share the gospel with everyone on the street and go and save all the nations, which is great. And, and we absolutely do need to be sharing the gospel with people outside our home. But first and foremost is our home. And I love that we weren't meant to do this alone because I cannot mother in my own strength. I've tried and it didn't work. And every time I try to, it doesn't work. But I cannot do everything that I'm meant to do in my own strength because I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm a weak person and I need God. I need his grace. I need his forgiveness. I need his strength. I need his spirit because I need all the fruit of the spirit <laughs> to be able to parent these children, to be able to steward these lives, to be able to help to nurture them, to be who God has called them to be. And I can't do that alone. So thank you, God, that you are with me. Thank you, Jesus, that you say, and surely I am with you always. So when I'm hiding in my closet, crying because I am literally about to lose my mind and want to run away for a moment, he's with me. When I'm vacuuming the floor for the 50 millionth time that day because someone has spilt something else, he is with me. When I'm wiping another pooey bottom because someone has pooed their pants, he's with me. When I'm at my end rope, rocking a child to sleep at 2 a.m. because she's teething and can't get to sleep. He is with me. And he's with you. Wherever you are right now, he's with you. But in those little moments 
where you feel invisible, you feel like no one can see me, you feel like this is too hard, I can't do this. It's like we almost have to get to that point so we realize that we need God. That we can't we can't do this on our own. And I'm sure that I shared my my journey with postpartum depression and PTSD before, but but ultimately that was a that was a spiritual sickness. Um what's the word? Like manifesting as mental illness. And I I got that revelation of I'm trying so hard to do this in my own strength. I'm not trusting God at all. I'm not relying on him at all. I'm not letting him be in control at all. I'm trying to have it all together and I can't. And, And no wonder my head was spinning with anxiety from the moment I woke up. I couldn't even sleep. So I didn't even... But we aren't meant to parent alone. And yes, we we need our husbands and we need that village around us. But more importantly, we need the grace of God to be able to make disciples of these children. So that for me has been a revelation that I've had over the last few weeks. And as I said, I could go, I could unravel layers and go deeper, but I want to leave that with you. And I want you to really go and over this week, really delve into that verse and look at what does this verse mean to me? How does this verse, especially if you, if you like me, have never thought of it in a, in my own home way, you know, we think of it as this out in the world, which it is, but it is also in my own home and start thinking, how does this apply? And ask God, ask him to bring to light things that we can be doing differently to help apply this in your home. So, Mama, I pray that I pray that this conversation blessed you. I pray that uh, you felt God's presence even while listening to this through a phone or through a computer or however you listen to your podcast. And I pray that you you really, like me, start to really partner with the word of God in in your parenting. So be blessed, have a beautiful week. And as always, I will see you next week for another episode. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.